and there's no one who can stop me! This is season two. Oh, season two. It's <laughs> a weird movie to begin season two with. I know. I was just thinking about that. Um, this is. Thank you for reminding me because I, I got to change the us riding the duck to yeah. the new thing on the little uh, yeah, so teasers. Josh and I, uh, well, well, welcome to the show. Welcome to Duck and Yesher. I am Fish. I am Josh. He is Josh. Uh, this is officially, we're kind of fuzzy on when our start date was. I know it was either the 23rd or the 24th. Well, we were pretty fuzzy when we first started because, you know, your we birthday. Once, yeah, yeah. Your, your birthday was on Saturday. Right. This Saturday, like we're recording Monday right now. <clears throat> right. Um, you'll probably hear this Tuesday. And right. then my birthday is the first, which is Thursday. So it's oh, snap. kind of a, we always get a little jumbled I up. I keep forgetting that birthday. yours is the first. My good buddy Garrett is also on the first because there's always like a smattering of birthdays right around this this time of the month um, my father's was the 17th mm. tomorrow is my youngest brother's birthday bunch <laughs> of libras man uh, yeah i have a, another friend of mine i'm not sure if she's listened to the show very much but she follows us on twitter uh went to high school with her it's her uh her birthday 33rd birthday today oh happy birthday um uh to cassie klein or um jecko excuse me Cass- cassandra whatever your last happy, name happy is birthday. she was cassie klein in high school gotcha, she's yeah. been married I always forget people's names when they get married. Yeah, sometimes they're like, uh. <clears throat> and so uh, I am. I am. I am kind of uh, excited to to you know get another year under our belt. Um, I just turned thirty four. That was fun. Uh, I had a I had a, a raucous weekend. Um, raucous week. Raucous week. Yeah, it's been pretty. It's pretty pretty eventful. Pretty eventful. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, here we are. Um, what are you What are you watching these days, bro? Oh, dude! So I got a new television. Oh, that's the one, huh? That's the one because because Amazon fucking lost my TV when I ordered it. They lost your TV. They just didn't deliver it. Okay. So I went to Walmart and picked up like a big fifty five inch Samsung. I like it. So what did you you have to cancel your Amazon order? They just they never delivered, so they just refunded me my money. Oh, without your protestations or anything no They're i just like, called. sorry we fucked up yeah Here's i called them back. i was like hey it never fucking arrived like it's a, i ordered like a 50 inch like, and instead Hisense. of sending you the tv they just refunded you yeah they were like hey uh, i already i already went or out. did you like make that selection i already like, went out and bought the television oh, okay. i was getting tired i was getting impatient <clears throat> took me a little while to figure it out now i've been re-watching uh the harry potter series okay fun doctor who uh, i watched in game again i'm just kind of all over the Avengers? place yeah okay uh, I think yeah. I watched Doctor Strange. I was trying to break in like the HDR, like, oh, okay, UHD stuff. Yeah, see, see what, the, how good yeah. it looks. Doctor Strange is a phenomenal. It's a great uh, one. I like that one. Everyone says to see in 3D, but I'm, I'm not a 3D viewer. I mean, because I, I wear glasses. I know they make like 3D clips now. Yeah, so you can go see 3D movies and they just clip on like your regular glasses. Well, depending on the frame you purchase, it a could lot look of the 3D weird. glasses kind of should fit right over them, or at least they did when I my glasses. I don't know. I just. If I go see a movie, I don't wear my glasses. Yeah, you wear contacts. I don't like all the time. Yeah, I don't wear contacts, so I have to take off my glasses, put those on, and just kind of gives me a headache. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the 3D tech um, is weird. I don't always like it because, like the 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 glasses they give you, they give you that that depth, that field of depth, or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. um, which looks the third dimension. But the Yeah. yeah, but the lenses themselves are like a dark tint, so then everything becomes darker. Yeah, when you're watching how have they not it. figured out like a clear way of doing that yet? I don't know. So I still, science. I still stick to the two D. What have you been watching? Well, <clears throat> uh, I did move into a new place again, so me and the roomie uh, have have kind of have our our nightly like television watching where we'll we'll just slap our our butts down on the couch and and watch tv right now it's been the boys watching that uh new episodes that come out every friday uh we watched the remake of suspiria okay by uh luca guadagino um, i don't know if i'm pronouncing his name right but that was a weird one <laughs> excuse me um because I, i'm it, and that's funny saying that because the og suspiria is awfully weird too 
Uh, but it had a lot of differences, but it still had that same, like, uh, atmosphere. This sort of, like... Don't think I've ever seen this. Art house weird shit. Dario Argento did the OG Suspiria in the 70s. And it's basically... It's that Italian style of horror, that giallo horror, where it's more expressionistic and less about the shock value. It's just kind of, like, strange and brooding. Um, this one feels like that movie... It's got a little more going on. Tilda Swinton plays like three characters in this movie. Uh, I feel like I've probably seen photos of it. Yeah. It's got Dakota Johnson in it as well. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is barely in it. I'm not even sure why they cast her at all. But um, So we watched that, and I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I watched Gerald's Game again. Um, some Cubs baseball, of course. So now we're hitting the postseason. And I bought um, Mark Cousins' documentary, The Story of Film and Odyssey. Because it's incredible. You were and telling me I about that. Everybody watch that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to buy that. <clears throat> it's like ten bucks for the first season. On Amazon or something. Yeah, on Prime. Nice. I purchased it on there. It's only ten dollars, uh, and we're talking hours of content. Hours. Each episode is like over an hour long. It's like a movie. Nice. Within a movie, and he goes from, you know, the invention of the camera to like the first like German expression films uh, or the first films at all. So like the Lumieres. Static shots. Yeah. All that stuff. That's all awesome. of them, man. So, yeah, that's what I've been been watching. Nice. Well, our movie today is Mom and Dad Save the World from 1992. Mm-hmm. I think this is our second film from that year because we did Love Potion number nine, which came out the same year, yeah. 1992. Yeah, indeed. I will let you know some movies that did come out that year also. Reservoir Dogs, Aladdin, Unforgiven, A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. My Cousin Vinny. So just a few off the top yeah. that you might remember. Ones. That was the year I entered school. 92? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're two years older than me, so I think I was like 94. I, it would have been the year before, but it was where my birthday fell that I had to wait like another year before I could start school. Because mm. I would have turned five. I would have been four years old at the start of the, the, the school year the year before, or the year I turned five. And I turned five like during school. So for some reason, I wasn't allowed to start until I was five. So I waited another year. It's because, it's because of the, it's because of the the way our our birthdays <coughs> fall. Yeah, it's in that like it's usually like August is the right. cutoff date. Yeah, for yeah, like yeah, entry yeah. and stuff. So yeah, so yeah, I would have been a, a graduate of two thousand four, but I was 05. So yeah. I was nineteen when I graduated. <laughs> I, I was also nineteen when I graduated. Yeah, Megan always gives me shit because she graduated in 06. I graduated yeah. in 07. I'm like, you're like a month older than me. Like, yeah, calm down. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Uh, the IMDb score on this, 5.4 out of 10, which is, I can't believe they got like a half rating on that. Unless, I know. That's a little weird. 5.4 out of 10. I think that's Just a thinking lot of the of movies nostalgia. making me yawn. <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 9% on Ooh, Rotten Tomatoes. That seems more like it. Yeah, the budget was $14 million. It made $2. Two. $2 million. Dude, it literally spent a week in theaters. Yeah, yeah, it was like a week in theaters. It made less than a million. It dropped. It had a seventy percent drop in its take. God, in within the week. This is probably like when you go on Wikipedia to look at movies. This Mm -hmm. is probably like the shortest Wikipedia because I went to like I went to critical response. It's just a paragraph. Like this movie sucked. I had to go look up stuff about the writers and the producers and the director to to, to, to kind of pad out a little bit of the uh, the the thing. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be a quick movie. Even the even the IMDb um, like uh, trivia page was. Maybe five. There's five just not much factoids. about it. Well, no. What kind of factoids do you have before we jump well, into it? I do have, uh, as I always do, a little about a page and a about a page of stuff here. Uh, Mom and Dad Save the World, which was almost called Dick and Marge Save the World, which I think was kind of a play on fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah. Uh, as a 1992 American black comedy sci-fi film directed by Greg Beeman. With the screenplay written by Chris Matheson. Now, Chris Matheson is the son of the writer Richard Matheson, uh, who himself wrote many successful stories, including I Am Legend, which was adapted some three different times from uh, was it Omega Man, The Last Man on Earth, and I Am Legend with Will Smith. Um, the younger, oh, uh, I'm sorry, um, Richard Math- Matheson, the elder, also wrote uh, about 16 episodes of The Twilight Zone. Oh, wow. Yeah, he even did that one with uh, Shatner. Oh, the there's something on the plane. Yeah, there's yeah. something on the wing. Something yeah. on the wing. <laughs> um, the younger Matheson, Chris, is best known for his collaborations with Ed Solomon. They created the Bill and Ted franchise. Nice. Did you see the third one yet? Not yet. I, want I, I, heard, I heard that if you like it, 
Like if you like Bill and Ted, it's gonna be yeah. Good. So I like the first one. <laughs> I think they're fun movies, and yeah, there's there's you can feel a little bit of their though that wacky tendency in this movie, uh, and 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 in some other things as well. Uh, Solomon is also credited with writing uh, Super Mario Brothers, Men in Black, Now You See Me, and Now You See Me Too, which I think it was a missed opportunity to call the sequel. Now you don't. <laughs> and I never really watched those. You know, Hell, I was a magician for like seventeen years. And and I don't I think that they really would appeal to you because it's it's not magic. It's just CGI magic. Yeah, that's so why, that's not. I like the illusion. I like the prestige because it's yeah. more like story driven. I guess. Sure, it, absolutely. Uh, he also wrote the movie Rapture Palooza. Um, the film was produced by J. Max Kirishima. And Michael Phillips. Michael Phillips was a producer on such films like The Sting, Taxi Driver, Close Encounters, Mimic, and Heartbeeps, which we have we talked about before. We have. I need to throw that and in the jar. And I think we need to throw that in the jar as well. Greg Beeman directs um, and is well known for his work on TV series like Jag, Smallville, and uh, Heroes. <clears throat> I think he worked on Heroes uh, quite a bit. Beeman got his start guest directing on The Wonder Years, before making his theatric, theat, theatrical debut, debut, whew, I can talk, <laughs> uh, with the film License to Drive with the Corys. Yeah. Uh, in the 90s, he did more TV and also contributed two episodes to the kids' series, Eerie, Indiana. Which I used one to of watch my that. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his other feature credits uh, are Tales of the Unknown and Bushwhacked. Bushwhacked, with man. Daniel Stern. That's a great movie. And we have another connection to Daniel Stern. Here <laughs> I love, in just a few I moments, love yeah. that movie. And he's got the dolls. And he's yeah, trying yeah, yeah. To, trying to Can teach us about, about the sex? birds and the bees. <laughs> uh, it's such a crappy <laughs> film, but it's just fun. Does he have like a cigarette in his mouth? He's like, Aah. yeah, he's like making all the faces. All the kids are, uh. what is happening? Uh, Beeman has also won a Directors Guild of America Award for Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Children's Programs for the TV movie Miracle in Lane Two with Frankie Muniz. I don't remember that movie. I don't either. But uh, I was running through some of his other like TV credits, and he's done a lot of like Disney Channel movies, like Horse Sense. Um, uh, there was another one that I, I'm just blanking on, but uh, like you Johnny Tsunami, like that kind stuff of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think it's uh, it's weird. I was thinking about that movie Horse Sense because I think the um, Lawrence brothers were in that movie. Probably there were a bunch of Disney. And Joey films. Lawrence was on Blossom. Yes, and Blossom's brother—I can't remember the actor's name—but he's in this movie as the daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, he's got a big old. Also, nose. The, the when we get in the movie, there's the son in this movie. He's Is in a, a bunch yeah. of shit, and I never remember his damn name. I, I got I got all that down, down here okay. too. Yeah, it's Danny Danny Cooksey, but we'll we'll talk about him too. All right, you want to jump into it? Let's do it, bro. All right, so we got the intro credits. It's very, very 90s-esque. It's mm -hmm. bad, like, almost like Microsoft Word 3D block letters. Yeah, it, it feels like it, it's, it's you're, on a, you're on a star field, and it's got the, the block letters kind of reminiscent of, like, Superman's kind opening of crawl. Just, but not very good. And it's a Jerry Goldsmith score, again. Uh, and I think his score is way better than this movie deserves. Yes, the the you'll hear some of the music throughout the clips. I actually have eight clips for this movie, wow. which is which the movie's only oh the movie's only an hour, hour and, and thirty half, minutes. Yeah. yeah, and this is our third movie with Jerry Goldsmith as the composer. Is it? Okay. Yeah, we did Gremlins and Hollow Man. Oh yeah, I forgot to did Hollow Man. Yeah, um, and then we we hear a uh, a very very famous voice, mm -hmm. and uh, he's this is a build actor in this movie. And you rarely get to he's, see he's him. Barely in it, yeah. Um, so you guys get to hear Eric Idle. Um, he's kind of the narrator uh, at the beginning, and I'll play a little clip of that. This is the cosmos as we know it. Your planet, the Earth, third from your sun, and past Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, and beyond that. Far, far off. No, no further. Farther. Wait, 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 there. At the very edge of the galaxy is our world. The tiny planet known as Spengo. For many decades, I was the king of this planet. Our people were happy and their lives were good. But also, alas, we were a planet of idiots. Then, one day, the most evil, bloodthirsty, fearsome villain our planet had ever seen seized power, imprisoned me, and renamed the planet after himself. 
His name? Todd Spengo. All right, help me up. Hurry up. All right, let go. Well, all right, so he's not exactly fearsome. But he certainly caught us by surprise. General Appear, how much longer? The death ray is ready, Great One. Excellent. Did I mention we were a planet of idiots? Open the dome! Spengo had put all of our resources into the creation of one weapon, the mighty death ray laser. Its purpose, the destruction of Earth. Think you're so big, so important. Well, soon you'll be nothing more than space dust, and my planet will be the grandest in the universe. <laughs> so we've calculated the planet's most vulnerable spot, a place the Earthlings call Woodland Hills, California. Hmm, Woodland Hills. Show me this Woodland Hills. Show me the exact spot. <coughs> So, yeah, it sounds amazing. <laughs> right? Uh, it's got a lot of that, that fanfare. That I think kids would enjoy this movie, but I also don't feel like this movie is made for kids. It isn't. There's a, there is a lot of adult jokes in this. Yeah. Um, that I mean, of course, go right over the kids' heads, but it's, sure. it is a lot of slapstick comedy. And John Lovitz, you know, the, the wonderful John Lovitz, how are you? Hi. <laughs> yeah. My name's Todd Spango. He feels like he's having fun with us. He, he, I think he's really enjoying the movie. Um, <laughs> this the scene opens uh, the movie as you said, and immediately I'm getting like, you know, Death Star vibes. You know, just sort of a shameless little uh, Death Ray thing or Marvin the Martian. Yeah, it's very Marvin the Martian. That's <clears> what <throat> I was thinking. Yeah, and uh, the guy opposite him, his name is um, Thalmus Rasulala. He looks really familiar. I know I've seen him and stuff. I got it. this whole paragraph right here is about this guy. Do it. All right, here we go. Uh, so Thalmus Rasulala plays General Afir. The re his real name is Jack Crowder. So um, I think the story goes, uh, well, he appeared in a lot of 70s black exploitation movies, films like Blackula or Cool Breeze, uh, Willie Dynamite. Uh, he even won a theater world award during the 1967 and 68 season playing Cornelius Hackle to Pearl Bailey's Dolly Levi in the all-black revival of Hello, Dolly. Thanks. Uh, most famous, perhaps, as Bill Thomas, Roger and Dee's father on the 70s TV show What's Happening. That's probably why I recommend yeah. it. He also appeared in Roots, uh, Fun with Dick and Jane, the 77 version, which is a little connection there to the, uh, some of the inspiration for this movie. Uh, a bunch of TV from Twilight Zone to The Next Generation. Uh, and also, he was in the Blue Thunder series. Oh, the TV show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Blue Thunder was what, our fourth movie? That was our, yeah, fourth third or, or fifth. Fourth or fifth, yeah. I think it was fourth. Um, maybe fifth. I thought we did Barfly after that. Maybe. One of them. One it's, of them. It's, it's in our, in our like, first handful of movies. Um, unfortunately, Mr. Crowder, Mr. Rasulala, passed away shortly after filming on this um, concluded from a heart attack at the age of 51. <clears throat> and what's uh, funny, well, the movie is, that, in fact, uh, dedicated to him as well. Yeah, I think at the very end, right? Um, what's funny is he was just on... I think an episode of uh, Sanford and Son, or not, I don't know about Just On, I don't know when that show ended, but on that show he played, Red Fox died like two days after him, <clears throat> both from a heart attack. And when he appeared on Sanford and Son, he was a man who was going around um, trying to spread awareness about uh, heart disease and heart failure, heart attack in uh, black males. Really? Yeah. So it was just kind of a weird coincidence. Weird connection there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, uh, I, I thought that his story was real interesting, and then Spango, Spango, old sex nuts. Yeah, Spango, so he's, you know, show me, Woodlands, California, and, uh, <coughs> they show him on the TV, and we get to see, um, Marge, and she's working out by, like, the, her pool, um, and it's played by, uh, what's her Oh, uh, Terry Gar. Terry Gar, um, very famous actress. And he sees her working out, and he's like, I want her. Give me her. Yeah, look you at know. those curves. And he's like, well, we're supposed, to, yeah, we're supposed to destroy the earth. He's like, oh, that can wait. And we're just going to be doing a lot of bad John Lovitz impressions the entire yeah. night. <laughs> In um, fact, it's a swallow. And, and it cuts to earth, and we meet uh, we meet Dick, which is uh, Jim, 
which is Jeffrey Je- Jones. Jeffrey Jones. I wanted to say Jim Jeffries. I'm like very different person. Jeffrey Jones, and uh, they're doing like a slideshow of their last vacation because it's their honeymoon. He's kind of like overweight. He's like your typical. They've been married for what thirty years. He's literally eating every scene. He's eating yeah. He's something. just chomping on my back hurts type of thing. And uh, they're going to <clears throat> yeah. At one point, he like drives his car out of his uh, mm-hmm. garage in reverse just to go pick up the. The newspaper, right, and then drives right back in. I think everybody knows Jeffrey Jones from like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, he played the dean. He was uh, Charles Dietz in Beetlejuice. Um, he was uh, in Amadeus. He was actually. in Amadeus, um, but he was most recently <clears throat> in the news for some other stuff. Well, I'm gonna have to look up exactly what it was. Let's see. Uh, subsequent to his legal troubles, Jones has become progressively less active as a performer. Um, and I'm trying to find exactly what those legal problems were. I thought it was like possession of child pornography. Yeah, I thought it was something like that, too. And then he like broke his parole or something like that. Was, uh, uh, here we go. In 2002, Jones was arrested for possession of child pornography and accused by a 17-year-old boy of solicitation to pose nude for photographs. He pleaded no contest to a charge of soliciting a minor, as the accuser was 14 when the offense first occurred. <clears throat> At the same time, the misdemeanor charge of possession of child pornography was dropped. His attorney emphasized that there was no allegation of improper physical contact. His punishment was five years probation, counseling, and the requirement to register as a sex offender. As of 2019, Jones was listed as the U.S. Department of Justice National Sex Offender Database. Yeah, I, th- I think at one point he forgot to register because he moved or something mm-hmm. like that, and they gave him like 250 hours of community service Yeah, something ridiculous. Looks like That's he... He failed to update his sex register status first in Florida yeah. in 04 and then six years later in California. Yeah, so he yeah. Got, got in trouble for that. Yikes. Um, so he's just lazy in this. Uh, Dick and Mark, they're going, right. Dick and Marge uh, are going on vacation and uh, they're, they're going to like Santa Barbara, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she... But they like showing slides and... Yeah, from their old one, yeah. from their old vacation. Like, oh, we're going to go back. And Marge, you know, packs the whole house. Like she's So that many kinda, suitcases, dude. Yeah, he's like, this is my bag. And yeah, because... Oh, and here's the thing. So you have the daughter and the son, yeah. right, that are watching the house. And then the boyfriend is there. Right. And like that awkward look that Dick gives yeah. the boyfriend, he just kind of shakes, shakes his, his hand, hand, like, don't Everybody's- fuck my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's wearing pastels, too, for some reason. It's like the early 90s, and all the colors are... Oh, yeah, it's very like late that. Miami Vice. Like, um, So it's it, getting a lot of Griswold vibes off of this, this too. Yeah, because it's a station wagon. <clears> right, deal. it's all packed up. It's got the wood paneling on the side. Um, so Dick's Dude, son- those cars could, like, pull, like, a fucking, like, 30-foot, like, Really? 20,000 pound trailer. Like Really? That's why people bought them. I wouldn't say like 20,000 pounds, but they could haul like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like they could they haul like a big trailer. Fucking land yachts. I don't want one except for the gas mileage. But Oh, God. Um, Dick's son, Alan, uh, is Danny Cooksey, and he comes up and has a more brief little scene with him. Uh, he's known as uh, Budnick from Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, that's what I remember. On Nickelodeon. From. He was John Connor's friend in Terminator 2. There you go. <laughs> he was blasting the... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the Guns and Roses on on the back of his dirt bike with his red mullet, uh, and he also is the voice of Stoop Kid on uh, Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, remember that? I didn't know he was the voice of Stoop Kid. And well, he's done a fuckload of voice work, I guess. Since not the most attractive uh, man 90s. in the world. No, no, probably not. No, um, but uh, he he's been uh, working steadily since the late nineties, uh, doing a lot of voice work. You've probably heard him a m- number of times on either Nickelodeon or even Cartoon Network. Or video games. Marge and Dick pack up the car. They're going for a drive. Uh, they depend. They, they decide to take like one of the old roads, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, "Why should right. I do that? We could just." And so they end up taking the old road. And of course, John Lovitz is like, "You know, old, turn on the Mac. Turn on, yeah, old high yeah, road old or something old like that. Road. Is that a real, real road? I don't know. It it looked like this was filmed in Utah. Yeah, I thought like <clears throat> just some of the mountains in the back. But again, Aren't parts Calif- of California pretty deserty. Yeah. I mean, depending on where you're at. Yeah. I mean, this I don't is, know this California, California that is well. burning right now. Yeah, the whole West Coast was burning. Sheesh. So they take this old road. Uh, John Lovitz, uh, Todd Spango, turns on the Lord Todd. <laughs> the Magno Beam. The Magno Beam. And pretty much like starts taking control of the car. They almost hit a semi, and then the car lifts off into outer space. Did you know that this movie is apparently an unofficial sequel to My Stepmom is an Alien? Really? I don't know how... I don't know how that relates how whatsoever. How accurate that is, other than John Lovitz is in both. 
and there's aliens involved. Uh, the first one had a very young Allison Hannigan and uh, Dan Aykroyd, who get a new stepmother in the form of Kim Basinger, who is an alien. And I've never even heard of that movie until today. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the My Favorite Martian, not from that the TV show, but the movie that they made. With, uh, with uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. That was a weird was one. Was that a 90s jam? I think so. Mid-90s. It's a remake, though, right? Yeah. What, what was the one with uh, Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan? Oh, Suburban Commando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of this guy's a nervous wreck. <laughs> oh, Shelly Duvall was in that before she went nuts. So. The, um, they're flying through space pretty much, and uh, they're freaking out, and the radio turns on. And this is kind of the yeah. second time you hear John Lovitz play a radio. Um, oh, that's right. right? From uh, Brave, Brave Little, Little Toaster. Toaster. So here we go. Here's this kind of a fun little part. What are you doing to us here, Marge? Me? Yeah. Pilot! I think the radio was talking to us. That is correct, Marge Nelson. Jeez, I thought it was Larry King. I am the Emperor Todd Spengo. Consider yourselves fortunate to be entering into my domain. Because soon, your puny little planet will cease to exist. Until we meet again, Earthlings. Enjoy the ride! <laughs> this is not happening. This is not happening. It's not happening. Look, it's Saturn. Oh, this is fabulous. This is so exciting. I can't believe this. Saturn. Marge, what are you doing? Dick, why are you being so unpleasant? Marge! We're billions of miles from Earth. We've got a quarter of a tank of gas. I don't know how we're doing on oil. Look, we're here now. We might as well make the best of it. All right, honey? Oh, for crying out loud. I mean, do you have any pictures of Saturn? No, I, I don't actually have. <sighs> do you have the right to stop? Oh, I'm fine. I'm using the flash. The flash? Mm -hmm. Marge, it's outer space. Have you ever taken any pictures in outer space before, Dick? No. Oh, that's oh, great. Gosh, Marge. All right, honey, now scoot over a little. You know, I think you're right about those old cars being made to last because they have a really nice seal from the vacuum of space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think one of the windows was down too. Yeah. Uh, the the magnetron ends up grabbing them, like you know, flying them into the pretty much the small little planet that they have, mm -hmm. and uh, we meet uh, Todd it's very, Spango. It's very like Susian. Yeah, you know? like a deserty Susian. It's 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 like if Doctor Seuss met. Uh, the Baron von Munchausen guy. I just can't think today. Yo, the Terry Gilliam. It's like Doctor Susan Terry. I got a Gilliam. lot of Munchausen vibes off of this movie too. I, I don't know. Like I, mean, I know Eric Idle's in it, but that has nothing to do with Terry Gilliam, just because well, they no. work together. But yeah, you get a bit of that vibe out of it. Because I mean, I think it was in, like the '90s and some of those sci-fi fantasy sure. things. They like that kind of. It felt like it had some kind of like retro sci-fi feelings, like uh, you know a Fritz Lang movie or something. Uh, I got Wizard of Vibes, Griswolds, you know, Munchausen, Terry Gilliam. There's a lot, a lot going on, uh, I think, stylistically, that kind of lends it, made me think of other things. We, they pretty much get out of the car. Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of, like, grabbed by the guards. And Spengo Todd was trying to write a song. Yeah, right? he's like, Marge, oh, Marge, what limes, Marge, what, yeah. Large, Marge, Marge. <laughs> Large, oh, Marge, oh my. Wasn't he a character in, in The Simpsons at one time who was obsessed with Marge Simpson as well? I don't know. I think he did. Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, Lovitz has done a lot of stuff. Yeah, but while he's standing there, he has two identical guards that are standing next to him. Yeah, those guys have been in stuff. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They are Dan and Don Stanton. They were also in Terminator 2 because he played the security guard who the T-1000 copies into, yeah. and kills him. Damn. Yeah. So that's, I, was like, I was wondering what they're in. I, I didn't really do any re research on the actors much. I did a little bit. I, I did it as I, I would pause it and then, like, you know, read some. Uh, so, in addition to Terminator 2, they were also in um, Gremlins 2, where Dan Stanton's, not Don's, but Dan's character was named Lewis, the same as his name in Terminator 2. So, he twice played a character named, named Lewis, Lewis with an identical twin. <laughs> and they were in Gremlins 2, and that's another, another connection to Jerry Goldsmith. Nice. <clears throat> oh, and John Lovitz had to quit SNL for the, to do this movie. 
That sucks. Yeah, because Lauren Michaels wouldn't let him. The the production schedule would overlap with their first couple of weeks. He uh, shouldn't have quit in that season. So he's like, "Wow, well, I'm gonna quit so I can do this movie." Well, John Lovitz isn't really hurting right now. No, I, mean, I don't think he, so. Yeah. He's done pretty well for himself. Uh, when we meet Spango, he comes out and he's always dressed in these very luxurious outfits. His hair is consistently changing, which we'll talk yeah. about in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> different hair, different eyebrows. Like it's just, it's it's pretty nuts. Um, and they're invited to Todd's wedding because he's going to marry Marge. They don't right. know that, but you know, he's like, I'm going to marry her. Um, and they get taken to separate full, like rooms. They're like, okay, you're going to get ready for the right for the wedding. And they're like, oh, okay, well, this is great, you know, and. So Marge gets thrown into a nice room with like fish people, goldfish right. people, and Dick, Earth Dick is what they kind yeah, of call Earth him. Dick. Earth Dick. Yeah, uh, they, they, there's a lot of like little snide jokes about his name. Oh, like, the, the very last clip I have yeah. the, the the little Earth Dick kind of cool innuendo stuff. Um, and he gets thrown into the dungeon because right. we're going to kill him and marry Marge. And you notice that uh, the statue of Todd's mother was just... Uh, John Lovitz. Yeah, <laughs> all the statues are just John Lovitz. Yeah, I, I do have the clip of the the, the, the wooden statue. Of him. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm clearing it up so much. Again, uh, pretty much uh, in this scene, we have uh, Marge is in a room. And she's talking to these fish creatures. Also, there's a lot of different creatures. There's like these pit, like uh, bulldog dogs. guards. Yeah, and the one of the dogs is actually married to one of the fish women. Yeah, and his name is Blatt. Blatt. and her name is Bois. It's weird. Yeah. Because everybody else confusing. is humanoid. I don't know why they do need fish and, the, and dog Yeah, and people. they're married because she's showing photos. Like, this is my kids. And then the fish lady showing photos of her <laughs> yeah. with the oh, dog. Those are your pets? And they're like, no. No, oh, yeah. A gassed pearl clutching. And, you know, she's having marriage problems. So Marge is kind of like, oh, if I run into him, I'll talk oh, to him. Yeah, sure. I'll take care of that for you. I don't even know you. We're from, from different planets. I don't know how your physiology works. Um, why you can breathe above water or why you can <laughs> fornicate with, with dog people. It's not supposed to make any sense. No, it makes zero <laughs> fucking sense. Uh, and when, uh, when so Dick meets Raph. Yeah, Dick meets Raph, which is played by Eric Idle. And I have a clip of this. Um, I'm not quite sure how long it is, but you have before, something. Before you yeah. play it, yeah. <laughs> Idle's character in this is imprisoned and has memory loss in very much the same way Bertolt did in and Baron Munchausen, which is why I kind of got, you know. We, we have another Eric Idle movie in that in our duck bucket. Um, As it happens. I'm hoping we draw it. Since, since we're talking about Munchausen and Eric Idle. And their connections to uh, Monty Python, Terry mm -hmm. Gilliam being the director. As it happens, Ed Solomon, the writer on this, uh, for this movie, is a former son-in-law of John Cleese. Oh, married his daughter? Yeah. Nice. Uh, he also worked, as I mentioned before, on Super Mario Brothers. And I feel like he recycled some of the plot devices or ideas in this movie for Mario Brothers. Like the little mushroom creature thingies. You got a, and somebody who usurps the uh, throne of a world. Uh, and is imprisoned, and at the end he he gets his, he gets back, he gets, yeah, he gets his shit back just like the just like the, the king, king and yeah, the Lion. shroom king or yeah. Coop. Oh my god, <clears throat> making me think of more. See it, you see it, you see it there. <laughs> so now then, Earth Dick, yeah, so open Earth, my pants. Yeah, so I'll get a little clip of this. Uh, he's in the dungeon. He's kind of looking around and he runs into Wrath. Just say, I am Raph. No, I am Raph. You are Earth Dick. Listen, Earth Dick, I have information vital to the future of your planet and my own. Am I speaking now? Yes, you are. Good. Signal me when I stop. You've stopped. Oh, it's all because of Spengo. I was king of this planet when he seized power. He stole my ideas and misused them to build his, uh, his, his, um, oh, his, um, oh, 
He's a... Telescope. No, 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 no. He's... He's a... Fishing pole. No, 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 no. He's a... Beach ball. No. His death ray. Death ray? I just said that. Now then, Earth Dick. This is very important. Open my pants. What? Quickly, it's urgent. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I haven't been in prison long enough for this. No, 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 no. There is information vital to our course in my pants. Now, open my pants, take the information, and escape. <laughs> escape? <laughs> How am I supposed to escape? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. But you, uh, you will think of something. After all, this is a planet of idiots. I mean, look at me. I'm the most intelligent one here, and I'm an idiot. All right, all right, all right, all right. Just save it. I'll hang on. You must take this to my son, Cirque the... Cirque the... Cirque the... Uh, Leader? General. No! The White Bird! Oh, ah, the White Bird. Of course. Right. Mm -hmm. And then... Yes? Just at the wrong moment, mm -hmm. I shall pass out. White Bird. Sure. Yeah. Well, great. Terrific. So is this where I think we might have jumped ahead of ourselves a little bit. This is essentially where uh, Marge meets Blatt or Bois and then learns about Blatt, I think, um, because well, shortly. I think she, 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 well, this is when she gets thrown back into the room, I thought. Right. Sure. Because she's. I got I to gotta be honest with you. I was checking. I was in and out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this is where it gets a little confusing. I know like she, she, she makes like she, cause she brings the whole damn thing with her. She brings coffee. She has like, a, yeah, she's got a coffee maker and they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. The fish are like, like yeah. it's all nuts. I know. Um, fish never turned down coffee. What I'm saying. Okay. So uh, pretty much, no, they show up at the wedding. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, what's going on? Where's my husband? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, you don't need her. You're going to marry me type of stuff. And she's like, no. And then she gets thrown back into the room. Cause he's like, Oh, okay. We're going to, I'm going to, there was a, there was another point, I guess, after this where Dick is captured again and he's like put into that mind. Machine. Yeah. We're getting there. Okay. Yeah, so Marge pretty much is asking where her husband is, and Todd's like, oh, yeah. forget about him. It's all about me. Marry it, me, Marge. Yeah, it's really great. And <laughs> she's like, no! And he's like, you'll do it anyway. I'll torture your husband. I'll kill yeah, him. I'll kill him. Yeah, throw him back <laughs> in the room. So this is when she gets thrown back into the room, and the dog guard who throws her oh, in there. Oh, that's right. That's when she recognizes that's when that. That's she meets Blot, yeah. and not Bois. And recognizes the dog from the photo, and he's all crying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this point that I'm like, who is this movie for? Because you got you got homeboy reaching into Raph's pants, dog creatures with marital strain. I think I don't. Know. I think this is for like the the eighties parents, yeah, who were smoking a lot of pot in the nineties, maybe, maybe, yeah, and just let their kid like they're not going to get it. I don't think anybody maybe. gets this movie. No, I don't think so either. Well, it seemed to have a lot of fans uh, when we posted about it. I Good for you. I mean, yeah, it's your patch of grass. It's, it's got it. a lot of famous people in it. Because, yeah. uh, for instance, like uh, Dick is getting uh, tortured by the mind device, right? Where they can look inside someone's mind, and then a famous actor, Wallace Shawn, Wallace Shawn, yeah. um, who you'd know from like the Princess Bride, yeah, Inconceivable. Like uh, he's actually reading like a ticker tape, yeah, you know, and he's, he's just sort of like an interpreter, just, yeah. He's like reading what their thoughts are, and. Uh, you know, Dick wakes up and he threatens to kill. He's like, "I'm gonna kill Todd. I'm gonna, yeah. you know, I'm gonna kill him." And so his and, name is Cyborg, I think, in this. Yeah, and he's like, and, and Todd leaves, and he's like, "You know what? Kill him." And we, yeah. we, we have a little clip of the uh, 
conversation between Wallace Shawn okay. and uh, Earth Dick. Earth Dick. There it is. Hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. Things as big as ours. No! I mean, losing one's love. It's pain. But we have to go on. Just as I have to go on now. This is my duty. But. But but I just can't! Okay. No! You have to escape! You have to get out of here! Here! You can take my uniform, you can disguise yourself as a destroyer! Here, take my helmet! Why are you doing this? You may not realize it, Earthman, but the love you feel for your woman is eternal and beautiful. Anyone who is loved this way knows. I, too, once had a true love, but I lost her a long, long time ago. Now, this will not happen to you, Earthman. Quickly, go! Hurry up! So Dick pretty much puts on uh, Wallace and Sean's outfit, mm-hmm. which the Way height, small. yeah, Wallace Sean's tiny, short, so it's like super tight on on Dick. Like. He he and a lot of the other denizens of this uh, palace have very like lollipop guild hair. Yes, you know. So there was like Wizard of Oz feelings I was getting from. I wonder if it was just like a mixture. Everybody. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, maybe like the the planet itself like would pick up <clears throat> radio signals or something. You I know? wonder how like, many people working on this movie just phoned it in. You know, I don't know. Uh, we need we need some outfits. All <laughs> yeah. right, fuck All it. Right, here's perfect. A, here's a helmet. Yeah, that's cheap. Put that on. Put it on. Um, the outfit's super tight. Um, he gets stopped and questioned by a guard. Yeah, you know, big dumb guard. Yeah, like, she's where like, are you going? Where are you going? Patrol. And he's like, uh, where? He's just making things up. North. And they're like, okay, okay, have a good day. Um, and then he runs into the general. Um, he gets yeah. shot at. He ends up like falling into the sewer, like a sewer grate. He goes down a uh, yeah a trash chute. A trash chute, very, very Star much Wars. Like yeah, very Star Wars. Yeah. And he meets um, these little sweet mushroom characters, freaky little mushroom creatures that end up going bah! and like they have eating them. Double mandibles. Yeah, it's a lot like uh, another sci-fi creature, a xenomorph. Alien, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it took me a second. Yeah, I, I, was I like, can see the like, Dude, my brain is just not working today. <laughs> I think this is just another borrowing of, uh, you know, stuff from other movies. And, and, well, the, the, the teeth also reminded me of, like, the, the, the dog creature in um, Dark Crystal. You know, when he opens his oh, mouth, yeah. he's got, like, two sets just of teeth. Weird like rows. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, they're trying to, you know, they're chasing him. He comes to like a ledge, mm-hmm. very, uh, you know, I didn't kill my wife type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I don't care. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great movie. Good. He, he hears um, he hears his wife screaming because, you know, they're like trying to drag <laughs> her somewhere to get married pretty much. And uh, Dick is like, fuck it. So he jumps up and he grabs like a uh, ladder that's hanging. Yeah, because he's running away from those little mushroom Yeah, and, and he's creatures. too fat and lazy. He can't really pull himself up. But right. the strength of his wife yeah. being attacked, he, uh, I can do it. And he finds his way up that chute. He has the strength. Um, and then they start shooting at him. And he gets blasted out a window, doesn't he? He does. And he falls um, He falls near his car. Where his yeah, and they're doing a lot of that rear projection stuff uh, like you'd see in Hitchcock movies. Yeah. Where you can tell something is fake in the foreground. and It's just the coloring's a little off. Yeah. yeah. So he tries to get in the car. The car alarm goes off. He ends up hopping in a spaceship and yeah. flying away. And then um, Todd fires a missile at him. And during like the missiles are following him. So it's kind of like a little chase chase scene, like little yeah. comedy bits. And he's like trying to work the machine. He's like, I got to eject. And, he's like, oh, and every, everything in this basically says, like, push this button. Do this. Right. Don't do this or pick this up. Like, it's because right. they're morons. Yeah. And so he's, and then finally he sees a thing that's like, pull this to eject. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls it, but right when he pulls it, the missiles hit. Right. So there's a, you know, everybody back at the palace, his wife, oh no, thinks that he, uh, he had died. But not Todd. Todd's very happy. No, Todd's super happy. I have a little clip of Todd being so happy. Let's hear it. 
prepare for our wedding first thing tomorrow morning. Yes, sire. If you will not marry me by choice, Earthwoman, you will marry me by force. Take her away! No! 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 <clears throat> Come on, fellas, dance with me. <laughs> All right. I thought I'd just throw that in there because so it's now, so silly. Now Dick is in the desert of Spango. Yeah, he survives. You also get like a little bit of a mirage sense when he's like trying to find yeah. the way around. You see Marge like, well, she's like flying something or. Where are these fish people from then? I don't... Are there oceans in this? Planet? Maybe. Maybe it's got like a cold section. There's no or... sandworms. No sandworms. No dune reference <laughs> for this movie. Nope. <laughs> I was, I was like sitting there, I'm like, if there's a Dune reference in this fucking film. Well, I, I was thinking, okay, there's deserts. Maybe I could squeeze one in, but there's not. There's yeah, nothing. that's stretching it a little bit. I feel yeah, like there's yeah. sand. Ooh, desert. Yeah. <laughs> desert. Uh, so the desert people and the natives, they capture Dick. Yeah. There's and, there's uh, also there's also a scene, like, we see Dick survive. Yeah. And there's a scene where we get to see Todd Spango. He's bald. Oh, yeah, And he yeah. keeps trying on the different wigs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's, He's like, like, what do you think, mutton chops or no mutton chops? Mutton chops, sir. Mutton chops. Mm, I, like I don't know. Kill yourself. Shoot yourself in the head. Yeah, he's like, kill yourself, shoot yourself in the head. And then he lists the twins. He looks yeah. at the other guy. He's like, so what do you think? And he's like, mutton chops. He says chops. mutton chops again. <laughs> he just shoots himself. He's, he's like, like, wait a minute. I know what you're going to say. And he just fucking kills himself. <laughs> yeah. And then he puts it on. He's like, you know what? He's I think like, they were right. I think they were right about the mutton chops. And he's like, you know, I could exercise. Because he like <laughs> starts playing with his belly. And, yeah. that. and he's like, turn around. Yeah. He's like, turn around. Shut your Close eyes. eyes. One, two, and three, five thousand. He farts a little. Great, uh, and he just uh, he just runs around. Very, it's just it's John Lovitz just being John Lovitz. Yeah, um, uh, Dick. Yeah, Dick almost gives up. He sees a, a Marge Mirage is what I wrote down. A Mirage. A mar mar Mirage. Mar a Marge. Mirage. Mirage. Um, and then he's captured by bird people. Um, yeah, in my culture, that's known as a dick move. Yeah, I, and I, I have that clip actually. Um, I have a clip of meeting Rick and Morty. Oh no, uh, uh, sorry. I th there's some funny things in this. It's um, <clears throat> it's him kind of talking to the bird people. Um, and you, <laughs> like, you find out you find out that the the, the bird person's uh, like because they just have bird helmets on. You find out yeah. that it's actually Raph's uh, children. Children. It's Cirque and what is going on? Someone like know. mowing their lawn right now. Cirque and and. Samaj. Samaj, yeah. Uh, now, immediately, I thought of the band. There's this power trio called Budgie, who um, was a big influence on bands like Metallica. Mm. And um, on all their album covers, it's always some kind of, like, cosmic or galactic warrior with a, with a humanoid body and stuff, but the bird, uh, the head of a bird. Oh, just, nice. It looks just like these creatures, and, and they're fucking awesome. Was this before 92? Yeah. Do you think maybe Budgie just, was a big in the 70s? Oh, so maybe they took it from there? You never know. Maybe. I don't know. If they're if they're big Budgie fans, then they probably would have uh somebody on set would have been able to, you know, point that out. You do get to see a pretty hot bod with a bird head on it and we find out that's uh that's actually Kathy Ireland, Kathy the famous Ireland. uh somewhat actress but mostly model. Um right. I, you know, she's more famous for that. Uh, and then the son is uh, uh Dwyer Brown. Yeah, and you would recognize I recognize him instantly cuz I'm too? like, "Oh shit, it's it's the ghost dad from Field of Dreams." It's literally the, what yeah, I wrote. Ghost dad. Ghost dad from Field of Dreams is what. Yeah, I wrote. the catcher. Uh he had a pretty solid career throughout uh mostly the 80s and 90s. Um you instantly recognize him as John Kinsella from Field of Dreams. Uh and and I still submit that that is a weird fucking movie, and yes, I wanna, it is. We, we need to talk about that sometime. Um, on the on the surface, it seems very love dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of her. Um, <clears throat> he was also in the uh, horror films House and House Two, uh, and the, that uh, that epic Gettysburg. Kathy Ireland. I can't remember if that was a movie or like a miniseries. I think it was a miniseries. I could be it's wrong. like four hours. It could have been like a miniseries. Yeah. Kathy Ireland has done quite a bit of acting too, uh, way more than I thought she was in. Uh, I, I didn't write everything down that she was in, but one of the connections to one of the movies we did is she was in Necessary Roughness with Sinbad, Scott Bakula, and the actor who played um, E. Honda in Street Fighter. He was one of the linemen. Uh, so Dick um, <clears throat> gives like a rousing speech where first he has to convince them that. yeah he's like look at my pants yeah and he's, he's like, like you, you do you know dad yeah and then and then when they bring him down and bring him into the their little hut i have that clip and here it is okay. ever since spengo's rule began my sister and i and all my people have been hunted by the destroyers 
That is why, when we travel, we wear these masks to disguise ourselves as birds. Uh, uh, excuse me. You really have birds this size on your planet? No. Then why would it fool anyone when you wear the masks? You are a wise man, Dick Nelson. Ecte off the urbe ask me. No one has ever escaped from the Dark Fortress alive. You must be a very brave man. Yeah, well, I need to get back in there as soon as possible. Is there any way you can help me? For years we have been trying, but Spengo has many weapons. We are armed only with our intelligence. That's too bad. Yes, we are not a smart people. But what we lack in brains, we make up for in good intentions. Yeah! Maybe this will help us together. It is a detailed description of Spengo's fortress. Wait, wait! It is a detailed description of Father's cell. We're defeated. Defeated? What are you talking about? My wife's in there. Your father's in there. You can't just give up. So, you're idiots. Who cares? They're idiots, too. Just because you're stupid doesn't mean you can't rule a planet. Hey, you come to Earth sometime. Don't give up. Never give up. What, what would have happened if Washington had given up at Valley Forge? What, what if Roosevelt had given up at San Juan Hill? What if Namib had given up at the ice moon of Nomolos? Yeah. So in the tradition of Washington, Roosevelt, and Namib, let's do it! Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes, you know! Remember Washington at San Juan Hill? Wait a minute! Sir, don't you think we ought to prepare or something? Dick Nelson, you are a gift from heaven. My people, tomorrow we go in. Go in and set things right! Yeah, and that, that cracking sound you hear, it's when yeah, he like lifted, it's when he when he lifts up Dick's hand, you like hear oh. his bat go like oh. or something like that. Yeah, I forgot they speak pig Latin. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I didn't. I didn't catch that, catch it initially because I think I was staring at Kathy Ireland too hard. And they're kind of like father's age. You believe that? Really? She's fifty-seven. Damn. Yeah. Oh, well, got to think she's she bigger than the age. Twenty-nine, and this when this movie. came out, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're like in a, like a yurt type of thing, you know. And they all run off because they're like, yeah, let's do it. But they gotta get ready. They prepare hey, for hey, battle. Come back. <laughs> yeah, they prepare for battle. Uh, they cook one of those like crazy mushroom things and make Dick yeah. eat it. They make him eat it. He's like, uh. Um, and it's kind of like dances with wolves or something. Kinda, yeah. You know, and they get it just eats the heart. Wait, of the every time I hear like or something. I, I hear the speeches like that in movies. All I can think of is Animal House. It's like, did we give up with the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't stop him. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. Um, There's always that little like marching drum yeah. going on. They, they have a dance in his honor, which right. He's really excited for. You can see he's his eyes. Super excited. Lots of. And Dumb ladies. It's funny too because uh, <laughs> this this echoes the exact words he said when they started their trip. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to eat any crazy food. I don't want to dance. I just want to sit. And he literally was forced to do to do all he that didn't want to do. The next day, it's the wedding day, and this is actually the mutton chop section. Oh, was it? Time. Okay, yeah, I wrote down. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Before they actually head out, they talk about the the weapons that they have at their disposal. Yeah, they have rocks. Rocks. And they end and up building a light grenade. And a light grenade. So the light grenade says, don't pick this or pick no, this. No, it says, pick, pick me this, up. Pick me up. And then it just like vaporizes people. Yeah. So, so the search is on for Dick. Um, <laughs> His reaction to uh, Cirque telling him about it was funny. He's like, pull this pin and set it down. Whoever picks it up disappears. <laughs> He's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, like that's not how a grenade works. He's like, well. Well, he puts it to good use. <laughs> he does. He he makes a bed that says Earthman's bed yeah. and puts the grenade in it. So when they show up. <laughs> Earthman has a grenade for a head. <laughs> yeah. Pick it up. Picks it up. Disappears. And then the next person comes one over. One by one. One by one. They just 
they just execute themselves. And then, like, the last guy's like, oh, we're going to need backup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, doobie doobie doo, like grenade. Um, they have a Trojan Todd. That's what I wrote down, too. They a created Trojan a Trojan Todd. Todd. And they crashed the with it. A trod. A trod. Um, I actually have a clip of the trod. So they're getting married. And, right. uh, you, you know, there's music. And she's... And before this happened, I don't think I wrote down, before this happened, um, the, the general guy comes in mm. and he's like, listen, we think your husband's still, he's like, right. th we think your husband's still alive because we think the eject thing came out, but I'm going to, I'm supposed to inject you with this love serum. Right. But I'm not going to inject you with the love serum. I'm going to inject you with something else. So play along. Just water. Yeah. Or something. Just water. Todd hears the general say that they're looking for the like, wow. Yeah. And takes the general away, and she's playing like I'm in love with you. Uh, you the share the most disgusting kiss. Yeah, because he's like he's blah, blah, blah. slobbering all over. Her so voice. during <laughs> during the uh, of the wedding, uh, there's a knock at the door, mm -hmm. and it's like, "Well, I'll answer it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here too, I was getting a little a little more of the Wizard of Oz vibes. Yeah, because uh, of the, the the side door. And for some reason, I was getting like chitty chitty bang bang feelings. A little you know? bit, kind of that, uh, that you're my tootsie face. Yeah. Like between those two. And and just the, the set and the design, the crap, like the court scene. It's you know, like, it's like they threw area. all those movies into a blender. Yeah. And just went, and it turned out yeah. like shit brown. It wasn't Stay Tuned, <laughs> uh, a movie that was very similar to this one too, yeah. also with Jeffrey Jones? Or was that John Ritter? No, that was John Ritter, because uh, yeah, Chris Rios wants, wants me to throw that in there. Um, stay tuned. That's we'll make sure one. we'll do that. Okay. Um, I have a little clip of the Trojan Todd, which is kind of, you can tell more about his vanity. Yeah. When he, when he goes outside. I'm a hundred times better looking than <laughs> that. that look like thousand me. times. Here a million. There's a statue at the front gate, Lord Todd. What kind of statue? A statue of you, Lord Todd. Oh. Excuse me, my dear. Doesn't look anything like me. I mean, I, I, I don't have that much fatter on my face. Well, do I? Mm -mm. Well, then what did you bring me out here for? Mm -hmm. Now, don't just stand there. Bring it in, bring it in. Let everyone see how much it doesn't look like me. Sealed firmly shut, Great Dick. Sealed? Drade has sealed it so that no man may open it. I'm like a million times more handsome than that. Dick's got some balls now. <clears throat> sure does. And he's trying to save his woman. I like mm -hmm. the fanfare that's playing throughout this scene. Bam, bam. Like the music's just good. Yeah. Uh, I really do like the music. Um, doing his damn best deal. At this point in time, like, you know, they're, they're fighting and stuff like that. And we see uh, Kathy Ireland is yeah. running down a hallway and she <laughs> sees uh, Sean, uh, Wallace Sean. Yeah. And they know each other because those are the loves of their lives. Right. So you get to just. 
they embrace, <laughs> they and, embrace kiss. and kiss. It's just that was another fun. thing I noticed right about this time, and I think this confirmed it for me. Is like all the women on the planet are smoking hot. Yeah, and all the and guys, all the dudes are, are just frumpy, goofy looking chuds. Well, except for what's his name? He's pretty fit. The, oh, the ghost oh, dad. The, uh, Cirque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty fit ghost dude. dad. Ghost dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, okay, I suppose, but he's still a dummy. They're going to blow up the earth. You know, he's just, he's taking Marge up there. He's, you know. <clears throat> right. He threw the, the big showdown. Yeah, it's big showdown. He threw the general, like, inside the laser also. Yeah. So, and Dick climbs up, like, the dome to save Marge, and they have a big sword fight battle. It's a slapping of swords. Yeah, well, the, the Jay started laughing when we were watching it, my roommate, because, you know, at one point, the was it John Levis goes, goes, oh, you're a fighter, huh? Yeah. And then they pull up the swords, and it's just, yeah, just yeah. there's no and rhyme. He's like, let's rest. And he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. Ah, I'm Entimus. <laughs> uh, and uh, Todd well, gets defeated. Todd is vanquished. Yeah, he gets vanquished. <laughs> and the, uh, you know, the... The what is it? The death ray doesn't even work, or they stop it like right at the yeah, last second. Last second, just a and it's like yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. And they, it's what kids like. That's the end of the movie. I mean, the very end of the movie is a slideshow scene, which I have. Um, but right. that's really it. I mean, it's, that's about it. Yeah, uh, the daughter's boyfriend. That's when I noticed that that it was the homeboy from Blossom. And uh, yeah, they they, they 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 land back into Earth, and you know they're always like, oh well, right, we'll call, have fun, and. Eric Idle comes out for like one last three little lines. Right. Yeah. Um, to And one of them is just him repeating the same line over. Yeah. And he's like, I did I repeat myself? Ah well, I did. Oh my god. I wanna know how much they paid him for this. <clears throat> oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> they landed Earth. Um the car's beat to fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, they pull into the house and the kids are like, Oh hey, oh my god. And yeah. here's a little clip of that. You were right about that flash, Margie. Oh, look, it's that nice young Vlad. There's the girls. Remind me, I, I promised I'd write them when I got back. This is Santa Barbara? Oh, yeah. And a bit north. Genius. how the movie ends with oh earth dick so that's always fun <laughs> yeah who doesn't love a good earth dick hey you know some people i guess all right so uh, Th- that's really it that's it yeah i mean really if you listen to this podcast for 30 more minutes that's pretty much the movie because <laughs> i mean we, yeah it's a short episode it was a <clears throat> it's a short movie do you want to duck rate it i do uh what are you gonna give it i think it just needs one duck I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you, and I think the only reason it deserves one duck is because of the music and John Lovitz. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Other than that, I probably will never watch this movie ever again. I probably again. won't either. And it's funny. I've tried to recall when I actually saw this before. I can't. It must have been on television. It must have been something. Yeah, just I was just like browsing by, watching. I don't think I owned it. I remember the mushroom thing, and that's about it. And that's it. Yeah, I think I think it was like stay tuned in this one. Right. I think I saw stay tuned probably more. Than I definitely this. did too. Yeah, the better movie. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna turn on my phone real quick. I am too. Yeah. Do oh okay. Wait, how about you want to just record it and you yeah, can post it? I'm recording okay. right now. All right. So we're gonna do the duck jar. Yes. And then afterward, we're gonna show off your present. Yes. All right. Duck a bucket. My duck. duck bucket. The duck fell off, but that's okay. That's all right. Doesn't look like that. All right, now we're going to select our next movie. Our next movie.
All right, let's take a look. What? Batman 1966. Batman 66. Batman 66. Okay. This is, I don't know. I have a lot okay. of I have a lot of okay. lot of movies in here that people gave us and I keep drawing ones that were on our board. Well, I only put like four of the ones that were on our board here. Batman 1966. All right. That's a fun one. It is a fun one. You want me to take your phone and sure. you can show off your gift. So yeah, it was yeah. Fish's birthday and you know I make fun of him for all those fucking Dune references and uh we got I got fish a little little poster there. Little Dune Tours. I thought yeah. he'd like it for his new place. From Arrakis. That's correct. So I have no idea. I don't watch Dune. I needed so. a, I needed a, uh, a phallic worm on my wall. <laughs> so Josh went and did it. He even personalized it. What a guy. I did with my shitty handwriting. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm, um, I'm, it's my 34th birthday and uh, we are now one year into the show. We are starting season two. This is season two, and pretty directly, much. Um, uh, we'll catch you guys later. So, all you quackers out there, um, that's oh. really it. I know it's, it's a laid back episode for yeah. our for our second season. Yeah, it's been kind of laid back uh, this week. I've been house shopping. Fish has been moving and birthdays mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Yeah. But our, our next film, Batman, nineteen sixty six. That's gonna be that's gonna be a fun episode. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think There's I might a lot of wacky wacky characters. I think we might show. have somebody come on that cast. Okay, I'm gonna reach out to a few people. Okay, excellent. Maybe my brother because he's a big Batman guy. All See right. what happens. So other than that, guys, uh, we thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot, everybody. Y'all take care. Peace.